Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. Welcome back to another episode of the Gold Dicks Podcast. I'm your host today, Beatrice, and today I'm joined by... Uh, Gloria. Lauren at Lauren Coys. Oh, interest me. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joyce Swifty Stones on Twitter. <laughs> and Moya at Moya's Laboratory. Okay, we're going to start at the Tottenham Stadium, where City failed to close the gap on Arsenal. Joyce? You guys all came in black here. Coming to the You're not here in colour as well. It's not looking good, man. Should I came here when we smoked Spurs the first time? But um, yeah, man. What, what do you even say? To, what do you even say to that? To be quite honest, especially after um, yesterday and Arsenal dropping points and whatever, you think we're going to close the gap? We have to. But at the same time, we have to realise we haven't won at Spurs Stadium since 2018. There hasn't been, and I feel like. The aura that we have to this is pretty much like equivalent of like Spurs playing at the Emirates sort of thing. There's this weird mental barrier that mm. we can't see. We haven't even gotten a goal, single goal at your new stadium. Not even a single goal. So you do, you've got to be thinking at this point. You do, we don't like calling ourselves like mentality monsters. That one we can keep it for Liverpool. We're not like that. But um, sad. <laughs> at this point, we need to inherit their dog. But even those, these guys don't have dogs. They got smoked three 0 So I guess we don't. Even the people that are supposed to be having it don't have it right now. But um, yeah, I woke up at five p.m. yesterday. I thought I woke up on a different world, man. Literally, I was so confused. I went to bed at six o'clock in the morning. It was dark. I woke up. It was dark. I saw what <laughs> Arsenal. Arsenal lost one nil. Arsenal lost one nil. Liverpool lost three nil. I was even wondering if the the, the war in Ukraine had ended I thought damn I, I genuinely thought damn I woke up in a whole new world I thought world peace was about only for this to happen Pep Guardiola you know how to you know make someone feel something because this is crazy man it's actually so bad but like I don't know if, I don't even know where to start because to be fair that comeback that we had at home against Spurs I thought this is where this is where it starts like this is where we get this random city bounce where we have three games like nine games on trot unbeaten Arsenal, I'm not, I'm not saying <laughs> Arsenal. I'm not saying it's yours just yet because we fight to the end. But it's not looking it's good, not looking man. Good. It's not looking it's not good. good. Nah. Um. But yeah, where do we even start from? From the first minutes, it's looking sloppy. The last like three, four games, no, there's no progression coming up like towards the pitch sort of thing. You're seeing, um, sloppy passes here and there. Um. There's just no like good chemistry going on. Like this weird like fluidity that we saw from City a season back, two seasons back, it's just not there. And I don't exactly know what we're missing. Some people say, oh, it's Haaland's fault that, you know, we're playing a bit differently. But I think it's got a lot to do with man management as well. Pep's not doing his job making sure that these people are playing cohesively. That's not necessarily down to the players. It's down to how you play those players. And that's your job as the manager to be putting, you know, the right formations out and whatever. And we can go down to even to talking about defensively our defending periods as much as these people are pretty much made of glass at this point um 
And there was even rumors of Ake being injured before kickoff. And I thought, oh no, no, I can't do this, man. I can't do this. But Stones is, you know, he's out for a month now and everything else. And you think, you know, I, yeah, sound, sound like Fabian Delph here, but you've got to go back to the basics, man. You've got to go yeah. back to the <laughs> basics. We've got defensive pairings that work. You've got Diaz and Laporte sitting on the bench. What are we doing? What are we actually doing with ourselves now? Because it's actually frustrating to see Ake's finally getting his come up. You've got Rico Lewis that's absolutely amazing. And I've said this um, in, I say previous episodes, that's me spoiling something. But um, yeah, <laughs> but like he's hit the ground running sort of thing, but he's also still slightly playing like an 18 year old. And you know what? Yeah. Fair play to him. It's one of those things that has to, has to happen in order to like develop as a player. But when you've got such like concrete pairings like Laporte and Diaz, and maybe they're not our strongest pairing, but they're the ones that are available there. There's no cohesion there in terms of defence. You've got even Grealish playing out back. He might as well have been our centre-back as well. This man yeah. was doing more defensively than he was doing offensively, to be quite honest. And I don't want to get into Grealish because I've got such a soft spot for that man. But yeah, he was... I got such a soft spot for him. But there was times where he was looking a bit like Sterling and, you know, it was a bit... Well, warm. Some respect on Sterling's no, name. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't say, I I don't say, I don't say Sterling in like... See. No, not, I don't say Sterling as in when he's playing positively, but when the nothingness that came from Sterling sometimes where it was just wasted ball, like ball, you were hogging the ball and not getting That's anywhere. We're seeing... I mean, Greenish at City under this current system, 100%. Whatever Pep is telling these players to do with that ball that is making us pass out wide all the time, pass, 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 mm. and it's not progressively getting anywhere into a bit of danger. This is what I mean. I was looking at it and I saw Greenish and I'm there like shouting, take on your man, take on your man. You're moving like Sancho, man. Take on your man, take on your man. <laughs> like, what's going on? But um yeah, like uh man, I don't want to say like well, hope is gone because that's that's no way to properly look about it and all like that our fans will go, yeah, we fight to the end, we've done it, we've done we've done it countless of times now where we spin the full, whole trick like track around, but like I can't I can't see it happening right now. Like with the morale that we've got at the moment, even after offloading Cancelo, I don't know what's going on, but they need to fix it. I need to fix it fast because I'm going to watch us on the 15th. And you better not upset me because I'm going to work right after the game. All right, let's break down some of the points you mentioned. So you said Jack Greenish, for example, mm -hmm. isn't taking on his man. Mm -hmm. And that also probably means that they're not, the um, wingers aren't getting the ball into Haaland. Yeah. What is Pep doing about that? Is, is that a player issue? Is that a Pep issue? I 100% want to put it down to Pep because at the end of the day, those boys are coming onto the pitch performing the instructions that Pep is giving them. Whatever they've done in training, that's what Pep has installed into the guys on the on the pitch and whatever else. So, and it's unfortunate because it's becoming very, very predictable. People are closing down and we'll even go into the whole bit of Haaland not being able to get the ball because if we talk about him in the big six and whatever, everyone goes, oh, really, really spooky. You know, well, I'm not going to forget, I'm not going to forget like <laughs> his, his hat trick. I'm not going to forget his hat trick. Stop mentioning hat trick when his Ericsson and McTominay tacks. That, that, was, the pivot, that <laughs> was a pivot that he met there on that day. <laughs> but like it is just one of those things where we're being forced we're being forced wide and we're losing any chance of kind of getting it into like those central areas you see there's and you see there's space in the middle and no one's going deep down so I don't exactly know what he's instructing those guys to do with passing those balls out wide but you there's see, such I think a it's quite unfair to put it all on Pep because we've seen Pep train players and tell them oh you've got to be more decisive you've got to go, go oh 100% for it. but some players don't listen oh, I yeah. assume like no offense, but Grealish could be one of those guys. Yeah, just don't listen to instruction. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, Maybe I, I put half an hour. Grealish, it's not a case of he, he's not listening. I don't want to be rude, but I just think there's only so much instruction he can mm. take on. Yeah. Right. And I don't mm. think he because Southgate says the same thing about mm. him that he doesn't trust him tactically to follow the instruction. That's why he doesn't yeah. play him. And mm -hmm. I think Grealish is doing the best that he can, but I actually don't. I don't I think, think he's doing that. <laughs> I don't know. I just think tactically, there's only so much instruction he can t he can take, take on. Mm, yeah, I agree with that. I feel like he's he can do better though than what he's doing. I get you that he tactically he's doing the like. I feel like mentally, tactically, he's doing the best he can. But performance wise, it's not putting it's not it's being not, translated onto the he, He's a lot better than what he's showing right now. I feel mm. like right now he's more content with winning a free kick 
or winning a foul mm, than yeah. he is than he know, is with actually something. doing yeah with actually yeah, chance creation yeah. like even on Romero's second yellow today he'd already gone past the play he's already mm. done shoulder drop with one player <laughs> and if he'd have gone past Rom- the thing is he wanted Romero to catch him by the way like he wanted because mm. he left his foot there and Romero then took it but if Greaves was thinking, I need to just get this ball in the box, irrespective he of... He could have carried, he could have stayed on his feet. But he was, he was content with getting the foul. Mm. And I feel that that's the problem I'm having with him right now, in the sense that, like, he is a chance creator, but he's not showing that... And he's not showing that enough at City. Mm-hmm. And even when he is, it looks slightly robotic. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. So, like, it looks like... You know, you mentioned Sterling before. Mm. You know, like, the goals Sterling used to score. And you know how sometimes, like, you could put together Sterling's goals and it would look the exact same because of, like... yeah. Pep almost memory, wants to make it muscle yeah. memory, yeah. There you are. yeah. He almost wants to make it muscle memory, but the type of player that Grealish is, I don't think he thrives off the movements or the actions, let's say, that Pep wants to instill yeah. into him. No. Because I think Grealish has come from Villa, the Villa Academy, it's all he's ever known. Everything went through Grealish in that team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was give Jack the ball, run at the goal and yeah. see what he does and hopefully yeah, he scores a goal. Like so I don't think that he... As as a player has had to play in a system, he's o- he's only ever played in a system system that's built around him. Yeah, free roll. So I think now it's not even that he's gone like a, it's a step up. You've then gone to Pep, who's probably a micro manager. Yeah, like a yeah. micro. He wants to muscle memory. Yeah. So I think it's just. I think it really will take a long time. I don't, or it won't happen at all. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes, Grealish is better, and I think he can do better. But equally, I I can't see him learning the way that Sterling did mm. under yeah. Pep personally. I think yeah you have to kind of have that hunger and where he's come from a team where he's been the main man mm. that's you don't I, have to I, basically beg for it sort of thing that, exactly yeah, he just yeah. doesn't have that in his locker so and also the expectation because the main man at a team like Villa where okay you can have one good game but you can be rubbish for five games and no one cares mm. yeah. the, the standard at City is you have to be consistent <laughs> every, game, every, every, game, every yeah. single game and people mm. notice when you're hiding behind other people mm-hmm. like you can't get away mm. with just being on the side trying to you know escape criticism it doesn't work like that mm. unless he yeah all right um let's talk about the lineup so kdb benched yeah yeah you know at this point in the season you've got to be making those hard decisions i don't, I don't think it's a hard decision because realistically the man hasn't been playing two pass since the world cup and someone can come and beat me if they want to but <laughs> he, ha- he hasn't he hasn't he been hasn't. and that's a, that's a fact i've got i've watched him in person four times and part of that loss loss of possession is also coming from him yep. which is very very shocking as supposedly supposedly the main like uh creative player and whatever and chance creator it, it's it's going through him and he's losing it at the same time and we're just thinking where's the hunger like where's this guy that was tying up his shoelace when we were two nil down at aston villa or whatever decided you know what this is ours to take mm-hmm. and there's no and the thing is it's not just him but there's no like i'm not feeling the passion and desire that like this city there's team's no supposed to be having apparently. there isn't and like, they're just kind of hoping. Do you think it's realistic to expect a player every season to put out the same output? Oh yeah, of course not. People are allowed. Right. <laughs> I think I think people players will always be allowed to have their flop moment. But you know, as pundits and commentators and even admirers of the game, you're all still going to be hard on those players, regardless. People, they, these it's people aren't just yeah, players; yeah, they're human they beings. Yeah. People do have their downtime and whatever. And unfortunately, it's come at a really bad time yeah. where now the world is basically depending on us to stop Arsenal from winning the league and this guy's not doing his thing no more (laughs) so like yeah but it's it's i say it's disappointing but at the same time it's one of those things that has to be done to set a standard at city and go you know what if you're not playing well you don't deserve to start regardless if it's a big game and you know whatever aura you used to have for, for the team and you're supposed to be that guy for us if you're not playing well recently you don't get on that's it do you think him starting would have changed the result I don't, I don't know I, I, I don't I don't necessarily think so ish not really and uh, to be fair the uh, the goal that we conceded was a defensive error as well so um, yeah I, I don't know I don't know so what went wrong today was it just defensively <coughs> that you were poor um, 
I think a lot of our problem actually stems from our midfield more than it stems from either end because there's nothing being done creatively to push anything further and we're playing out back a lot more a lot more than we should be um, as well and you're seeing a lot more errors from Edison I say a lot more errors from Edison this is just Edison Edison on a normal day like this man I don't know who gave him the nickname of shot stopper but that guy is not stopping no shots. That guy could not even stop like a shot of well, COVID vaccination if he wanted to. When you guys were in possession and controlling. Oh yeah, but that's that's more. that's kind of his job. That's the kind of I wouldn't say the kind of goalkeeper that we've made him to be. This is when we sourced him out. This was the kind of guy that he was, and Pep's only just made him a lot better. So for him to for us to say, oh yeah, he looks great when we're when in possession. Yeah, that's his, that's his job. <laughs> that, that guy plays like a ball playing centre back all the time. Trapped in a goal. Yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> so, but it, it, it's, it, oh man, it's, it's so weird. It's actually irritating. Like, I'm so over it now because we've obviously now got a different game now to be focusing on. I don't know who do we even have next, man. Because like, all I can think about right now in, in the, my near sights is the game on the 15th with Arsenal. But the game, game after that, uh, it should be Aston Villa, shouldn't it? I think so. It might I'm pretty be, sure it's like Aston you? Villa. You've got. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it will be. It will, it will be. Um, City are at. We're at home, home. It? yeah. So well, that should be a good moment. It should should be right. Yeah, it should be right. We, hopefully, you know, there's a bounce back. If not, if not, the pressure is going to be. It's, it's going to be yeah, hard. It's going to be hard. <laughs> right, let's move it on to Tottenham, Lauren. That was a good game for you. Can you give us like a rundown of how it went? Yeah, to be honest, I think because of the the when we got slapped four two, did all those goals <laughs> in the second half. Even though to form, um, we beat City and. Com- not comfortably, but you guys don't tend to, you haven't scored at our stadium yet. Mm. I was going into the game thinking, mm, defensively, are we going to keep making the errors that we have done? But when mm. I saw City's team sheet, and I think, yes, I can appreciate that De Bruyne is not in bad form, but the aura that he gives to the opposition, he makes you stressed. If he's on mm. the pitch, I think players panic because they think he can expose us from his range of passing. But so when I saw him on the bench, I was thinking, hmm, okay, um, we're in with a chance here. Um, I don't know. I th- for me, it was like a typical contact performance. Mm. And because we didn't make any errors or any major errors, we kept the clean sheet. And mm. I think we worked mm. really, really hard. I have to say, like, I come on this pod and I complain about Emerson. But he, he did his thing. I'm going to give him his credit where his credit's due. He, he was my man of the match for me. I, I thought he did superbly well. Apart mm. from when the, the team sheet came out, I didn't call for Pedro Porro once. Mm. Um, that's how well that he played. I just think great individual performances. Hoyberg did really well in, in midfield. I think saw Perisic running. I thought, damn, hey, my <laughs> life, <laughs> man. Like Mahrez went off because Perisic against Mahrez. Mm. So we were lucky that Mahrez scary. Kulu as well. I need this guy Etienne. I need that guy yeah. Etienne because the way I saw him running as well, yeah. I was moved. I was moved. I was moved. He, he exposed Rico Lewis, I think, for just being inexperienced. Yeah, and yeah. I that was a player that was too good for for, um, for Rico Lewis. But yeah, we just, we looked good and we worked hard and there was a cohesiveness. And mm. I think we, do, we we always get called a defensive side, but our strength is in transition. So we need to drop a little bit in order to counter-attack. But actually the goal was made from pressing high. Mm. Yeah. Um, and we worked hard over the course of 90 minutes. So I'm happy. It's, it's three clean sheets on the bounce. Um and we're not far off top four, and I think we're we're in the hunt for that. So, yeah, we keep up our our record. Obviously, our good record against City, but yeah, knowing that what happened at the Etihad literally like two or three weeks ago, like I'm very very happy with 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 the performance. And yeah, Emerson Royale. Um, I, I would have to start, start next week. I can't believe it. Start next week. That's how you know you get sucked in as well, man. That's how you get sucked in. Play the song one point. Get to the bench, man. I know they're all you. You know, like that. That was that was one of the key battles, I actually. Think that was um, him, him Grealish. Grealish and, yeah, and and Grealish tried and tried and tried, but Emerson. I couldn't believe it. He even there was a cross to Kane when Kane just missed it because he went with the wrong foot, the volley. And I was thinking, an accurate cross, accurate passes. But yeah, yeah, it it was a Conte performance, and I think it was well to do that because obviously Conte is in Italy after his surgery. Um, so to kind of to show that 
they're understanding the system, the instruction, and we can execute it. I think we have a game plan that will make it very difficult for teams to beat us, but we cannot make mistakes. And today we didn't, um, and I think that's why we won. That's good. What about Harry Kane? Um, let's talk about his performance, especially in contrast to Haaland on the mm. other end. I mean, Kane made history. Um, Spurs, record all-time goal scorer, just went past Jimmy Greaves. I think as a Spurs fan, I... There's, there are not, aren't enough words to express mm. what Harry Kane has done for our club. He turns up in the key moments. Yeah. I mean, I think that the goal was his first touch in the game. Um, to be that good at a level where you're always ready. Um, but I think what Kane does, which is why Kane was Pep's first choice, is that you, he can connect the midfielders. He can drop deep when he needs to, but he has the finishing ability. He has the range of passing. And I think... He's he's so unselfish um, mm. as well, despite having as as many goals. I just think, yeah, whether you know whether or not he stays in the summer, um, who knows? But that man, that man is tied to you guys. As much as we as football enjoyers stay, want, is like yeah, as much as football enjoyers want him to go, he'll stay. stay. Yeah. Yeah. He'll stay. Yeah, Don't worry, you'll be beaming. We as football enjoyers, I'm upset. Lack of ambition because he's still good enough to play at a top club. Yeah, but what top club? I mean, the thing is now, now that now that we're looking at everyone else's system as well. Yeah, but the argument that they'll have yeah is that what guaranteed are United going to win? And the answer is there's nothing guaranteed. There's nothing guaranteed, but he but he can take us to that twenty twenty five thirty goal a season strike. Yeah, no, don't don't get twisted. I'll take him. Take him. I feel that the problem is going to be for him looking at United, thinking what like. For all we know, us and them could both end up trophyless this season, next season, the season after. And then it's like, what? No, also, we'll definitely win a cup trophy before them. Touch wood, please. I can't take it anymore. But um, <laughs> that's, like, that's a long time. <laughs> no, honestly. And also, like, I feel like he's very comfortable with like, what Gloria yeah. was saying. He's very comfortable in the Tottenham setup. Is com- comfortable. Yeah, I feel like yeah. he's, yeah, I he, I feel like he's come to terms with just being top goal scorer. I don't know who saw the bit after the game, but... How emotional he was, the reception that he got from You the think I said that? You think I said after the game? You think I said after the game? He's never, like, he's not just gonna. I think, to be honest, I think he will go. But the reason why he stayed at Spurs for so long is because he loves the club. And that, because City, okay, br- and because City didn't bring the money. Yeah. <laughs> that's the second bit you forgot to add. Yeah. <laughs> because City didn't bring the money. Because yeah, he, he was off. He was ready to go. He was really cute. He was level interviews. Facts. Facts. I don't know. Any, any team becomes better with him in the side. Mm. And I think to, to compare him to Haaland's performance... Harlan didn't touch the ball in our box in, mm-hmm. in the, whole game. the whole game. And I think if Kane is in that situation um, where the team's struggling, to, he drops deep, he gets yeah. involved in the play, he starts linking up, he brings others into play. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. Harlan is a fantastic goal scorer, but mm-hmm. that is what he is. He's a goal, goal scorer. Yeah. So exactly. unless you're providing him the chances, he's going to go through games not doing anything. But I think Kane do is think, that hybrid do we all think that, Sorry, do we all think that Harlem can add that element to his game? So it'd be it'd be great if he did. <laughs> it'd be lovely, yeah, it'd but be at the same time, as a man that's now scored twenty and twenty five, I, I can't really ask for more of him. Obviously, now that we're like in this stage of um, the league now. It'd be great for him to be doing that because, like I said, we clearly do have an issue with like our midfield at the moment and trying to connect from the backwards back from to the front. But like that's the thing, he's a poacher. <laughs> this yeah. guy's going to be in that box. And the thing is, when you hear things of like, oh, he hasn't done anything with the big six, it's because the big six have the ability to have the defenders to clamp down on that man. That man didn't touch the ball in the box because the defenders know exactly who they're going after and exactly how to close yeah. him down. Yeah. So he doesn't get to it. Headers were going either right over him or he was being pushed before pushed he could even. Yeah. So yeah. To be honest, I think it depends what Pep wants because I don't think... Um, a, a, a city player is suddenly just going to add something to their game unless Pep mm. wants that to be added yeah. to their game. So unless Pep wants to change the, the way that that City are playing, um, then no, he won't. But he's capable of doing it. Yeah. You know, you don't yeah. score that many goals if technically you're not a good player and, and he's and he's quick. So I think he has the ability, but it's just whether Pep wants his striker to be a nine and him to be a poacher mm. or whether he wants to, to bring him into play. But it's mm. going to take time. He's young. He has to get used to playing in that City team. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. 
I think that's enough of Tottenham and City. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to United. Moyo, you beat Crystal Palace 2-1. Tell us how that game went. Um, We started off brightly. We started off very brightly, to be honest. I feel like United don't haven't really been starting games quick this season, other than maybe like the Liverpool game and Spurs maybe, and Chelsea, those three. So we haven't started any of the games outside of the big six games quick. Um, but yeah, we got a penalty pretty early on. Bruno converted, happy days. Um, and I feel like after that goal came, there was like another 20 minute spell when we were like on it, basically. Like every, every single attack was sort of like forward thinking. It wasn't so much sideways passing. Everyone was trying to get into the box. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is what I wanted to see. Um, the last like 10, 15 minutes though of the first half, I could already see signs of, yeah, this is, it's going to be one of those days. I don't know what United's issue is with Crystal Palace specifically, but they just love making those games unbearably tight. Um, the second half started now and I was like, we need a second. Like, I'm not doing this whole, after doing the um, Selhurst Park game away and we conceded that last minute equaliser, I said, I'm not doing this um, like nail-biting thing with Crystal <laughs> Palace again. Like, get the job done. Second goal went in now, Rashford's. A man in form, great goal. Like, and that was a proper team goal. It was a proper, proper team goal. Everyone's involved. Garnacho added a whole different yeah, element yeah. in on like in the game. Um, he's actually really, really good at like linking up with, like the whole front line and midfielders. And who was surprising in that um, like build up play actually was Wan Bissaka because I always just think that he's. Not you, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know who you think he is, isn't it? But like, there were two passes he played in that sequence. One of them was like a normal pass to the right, and then the second one was like a quite an incisive pass into the middle. And I was thinking, one Bissaka, are you sure? Like, is this how you're feeling? And I was like, okay, cool, good goal, two 0 I was at game done. And I start seeing scrapping. I said, what the hell is going? <laughs> like. The thing is, the incident came about because Anthony was doing stupidness, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they started scrapping, but and I was like, it's, it's not that deep. Then I started seeing, um, checking for potential, I was saying, for who? And you know, she <laughs> really got <laughs> for who? I didn't even I thought, see the, the, the I thought it was going to be for a Crystal Palace player. Because, you know, at first when they all started fighting, I saw Crystal Palace players like, grabbing mm. people. So I was like, I it must be for them. Fred as well, holding mm. someone's shirt. <laughs> there was too much going on. Like, I don't know who was getting it. You crack. had to watch it like three or four mm. times because yeah. you need to watch different elements. The picture going around was nuts because Casemiro was literally <laughs> there like, <laughs> but it's funny yeah, because in the actual, like, you know like other angles of the video, yeah. it doesn't, it look, doesn't, look, that it doesn't look that bad. And I also think he was like, this is not even me trying to back him and they shouldn't appeal the red card, by the way. Just take the L. <laughs> take the L. I actually think, yeah, he's just trying to be like, stop. Like, yeah. come here, stop. Yeah. As opposed to, come here, I'm going to kill you. Yeah? <laughs> but he doesn't speak English. And I feel like that is the second, that's the second issue he was having with the situation. Because even after he grabbed him, as soon as he grabbed him, he went, no, like, not like that. He means yeah. that, like, not like that, yeah. not like that. Yeah. Then Will Hughes is like, cool. But then he starts, Will Hughes leaves that situation to go and fight someone else. So clearly Will Hughes also didn't feel like it was a Serious. malicious yeah. act. If he did, he would have just dropped on the floor. Yeah. 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 He literally yeah. grabbed him. And then Casemiro was like, no, no, no. And then it, but obviously the rules, the rules mm-hmm. are the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, but once that red card happened, I said, yeah, we already know how today is going. We already know how today is going because these lot are not going to, like, we're not going to score again. We're definitely not scoring again. Mm-hmm. Palace now scored maybe four or five minutes after Casemiro got sent off. I said, this is the longest. <laughs> this is going to be the longest. It was like 15 minutes. 15 minutes. 15 and then they added seven. Come on. Come oh, on now. Come on now. Come on now. They added seven. I said, this is not going to end well. But Martinez came up huge. He came up huge. Block. Yeah. Mm. He's worried though. He's a serious warrior. But like, we needed that three points. We, like, we needed that three points. After the two points, we dropped at Selhurst Park and then obviously losing to Arsenal the week, like, well, not the week, two days later. We needed those three points. And I feel like it was such a huge, like, we can grind that victory sort of win. Um, but yeah, I'm happy. Let's go back and touch on the red card a little bit. Does anyone think it was harsh? I think the rules are the rules right. at the end of the day, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's one of those things where, in context, 
it doesn't look bad at all. But like in the heat of the moment, everything else that was going on, I think it's hard to like go and like compartmentalize that and go right now. Nah, this is a guy that always speak English. It probably didn't mean that. It don't probably yeah, didn't mean but, that. But, but I feel like the pictures made it look like he strangled. Him oh, 100 percent. But that's yeah, also. Yeah. I think that's also like the downside to VAR as well. You don't get many angles to, or at least they pick and choose which angles yeah, they're showing yeah, you. Yeah, so because when you see in different angles, it doesn't look. As he was bad. holding yeah. like his shirt. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was even trying to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like. Yeah, it was when it went to VAR. Yeah, but the thing is, it's not raw smackdown. So once you once you make the action. And it's, you're grabbing this it's over. <laughs> the referee or the VAR make a decision, and yeah. we can sit here and debate. But a, a player of his experience, five Champions Leagues, you yeah. cannot get yourself into that situation. I can't believe that was his first straight go. red because I've seen him do some nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen him do I've some nuts. But one thing about Casemiro, he's gonna like do the worst bit ever, and they'll be like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> he smiles afterwards. Yeah, I mean, he pats, he pats the ref. He smiles and pats the ref. Like, it's alright. He enough. let the South Londoners take over, man. Damn. Yeah. I think the, the the summary is the VAR needs to see every single angle uh-huh. because yeah. it's not right as as a fan or or even Casemiro watching it back being and then you see the alternative angle mm. which which clearly shows that it, it wasn't a strangulation mm. and then you think but why are you not watching that mm. why why do you not have that that video angle um to make the correct informed decision like if you're wasting enough time to go to the thing and go watch it why not just show yeah, the whole thing like? i don't know when i go to the screen if the var told you you made a mistake why are you going to the screen just to validate the decision you're going to overturn anyway um but but yeah three games but so you don't cup finals should so. united appeal that because if they do, then they could reduce it. So no, one game. No, because, because you can't put your hands around someone's... Yeah. Principle, in it? Because then, you know, we take an inch and everyone takes a mile yeah, afterwards. Once right. someone know, one club one club does it, everyone else is like, oh, okay, so, maybe I might get away with it. Yeah. I, just, I need to ask, Dora, were you happy with that game, though? What, the game? Yeah, because... Um, I think... The I mean, whole game. I feel, I feel like you guys, like, tr- literally were fighting until the end. And that's, I think that was the good thing about it. Because usually it would be like, oh, let's just, whatever, keep it stepping. But I think you guys were... So I think you should take... There's a lot of positives. But there are a few, obviously a few negatives. But there's a lot of positives. You got three points. You keep it stepping. You focus on to the next game. And it doesn't... Because at, at the end of the day, you want the three points. Yeah. However you got the three points, it doesn't matter. Whether it was 10 men, nine men, you got the points. So. God forbid. <laughs> Not that case. But yeah, like, you got the points. So just... Focus on the next game, really, because you guys got a lot of games coming up as well. So. Yeah, we do. Yeah. All right, let's on. talk about someone who is missing from the squad today, Marshall. Boy, <laughs> boy, boy, boy. If I speak, yeah, because me, if you actually roll back any pod from the past, you will know that I have been backing the nonsense. You got a I'm not even going to, that is a grown, that's a grown man. I'm not even saying <laughs> the kidney. Back in the day, I used to be like, oh, he's young. He's Before my eyes, he's turned 26. He's like 27. Come on, man. Before my eyes, he's like 20. Before my eyes, he's turned 27. Yeah. They said, I saw a stat, yeah. I was about to smash my phone on the train. I swear <laughs> to God. He hasn't played a full 90 minutes since January 2021. Come on. Two years. Come on. Yeah. Like, Chelsea, come on now. <laughs> that man, wow. yeah, is actually made of Jamie Dodgers. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Like, he... <laughs> Paper mache, My thing is that sometimes you'll even be thinking, has there been enough time for you to even injure girls? Like, I'm just trying to understand. People keep saying that, like, we need to let him heal. No, I'm the, the question is, how much time has he actually had out? Because we've been talking oh, about gosh. this in a few episodes where we talk yeah. about players being time rushed out. out and whatever. If anything, Ten Hag has actually been, like, very cautious with mm. him. Like, I remember when he was fit, like, he'd been out for, like, six, like, five weeks, maybe. And then he was fit. He'd been training for, like, two weeks. Still didn't play a match, but, like, he was fine. Mm. And I remember we played him... And then I think it was against Nottingham Forest in the first, not the cup in the league. And I remember because after the game, they were like, oh, why did you take off Martial after 60 minutes? Because he scored in that game. Then he was like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to build up his, I'm trying to build up his minutes. And I know we have a game on Saturday because the, like, I think we had a game like four or five days later. And he, he was like, he doesn't think he's ready to do two games in a week. So I'm just trying to build him up. But that not, once he came off, Maybe three days later, by the time we got to the um, Wolves game, they were like, where's Martial? Bearing in mind, he got to remove as a management. (laughs) And then they were like, he was like, he felt some discomfort um, the day after the game. Come on, man. Like, (laughs) my thing is, before, yeah, the argument used to be Martial doesn't like when we buy another striker because it makes him feel like we don't trust him as a striker. How on God's earth are we supposed to manage that and put trust into you when you can't stay fit? We're having to play somebody right now, yeah, that literally looks as though he's running in quicksand, yeah. Because, and do you know, do you know what it is? Veghorst does a lot of good stuff, yeah. And I could see what he could bring if he was a bench player. Martial is so often not available that he's actually having to start. No, but that's what... You, United need two strikers because... Because of Martial's injury record, he can't even be second choice. Because if your main striker gets injured and he's his not reliable, just gonna go pop or something. My then, thing is, then you're down it to feels no like strikers. Martial's injury is a different. You know, like sometimes, yeah. The reason why, as well, it's everything. Because before people say it was the cheating, that's that's at first. People used to say it was the cheating. We've not heard a cheating scandal. No. Maybe you finish that one off as well. You finish the first one off, finish the second one off. Cool. Allegedly. No, <laughs> legit. My man did apology on Instagram, but he did it. Cool. <laughs> but like, the first time it was like he's like hamstring. Then it was his hip. Then it was his back. Then it was his ankle. What is going on? Like, my thing is, the whole body's... Yeah, no, so then the it's all right. You can't recover as well to play every three or four days and you, you never get back to that he, level he, of fitness. He didn't even go to the World Cup, so he had a lot of time to recover. Yeah. So what, ask me what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, no, he's when the Harlow was recharging, what were you doing? He was Sorry. And I thought as well, yeah, because... And also, do you remember? So like, he wasn't fit, wasn't fit, wasn't fit, wasn't fit. Maybe he missed like nine games in a row. And then they were like, he's back in training. And then I remember the City game came about. Mm-hmm. The first game back. Yeah. The, the, yeah, exactly. The, the City came about. And then he was like, Ten Hag was like, oh, Martial begged me to play. And he played that first half. And then we did him again. Off for like five, for like fourth, maybe like eight games. Yeah, it's not really they were like, he felt some, a response after that. They were like, he felt some discomfort. Because you remember, Rashford got injured in the, that first half. Mm. And then everyone was thinking, all right, cool. It's going to have to be Rashford to come off. Yeah. When I saw Rashford coming out for the second <laughs> half, I said, hmm. You can't even blame your medical staff. Because your other players are fine. It's a mental, yeah. I was going to say, because sometimes that discomfort is like, it's a guarded response sort of thing. Once you start feeling that, yeah. Because once you start feeling that discomfort, you're like, oh, I don't want to get to that point again. I think he's constantly injured, but he's developed fear of getting injured. So as soon as he feels something, he's like, no, I can't play. We've not got time for that. That's the truth. You can't be the main man. Especially in this rebuild that you guys are having, you don't. can't be the main man, even number two. It's all right And it's really upsetting because we see what he brings to the team and yeah. ten, if you if you hear the way Ten Hag gushes about Martial after <sighs> games like mm. even after he came on in the second leg not in the forest 
Tanag was like, this is what I mean. Like, this is what he, wow, he was wow, like, wow, when Martial wow. plays, everything is so much more dynamic. He mm. was like, our play is so much more dynamic when Martial plays. And we've got so many games coming up. So hopefully he can stay fit because we, he was like, we're literally going to need him. Now imagine if Sancho wasn't back. Our numbers are like attacking wise are already low. If we didn't get Vekos on loan and Sancho was out and you're out, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's long day. It's all right now. No. You know what it is? Live life, love, or whatever that phrase is. You've done your, you've done your bit in it. Like, thank you for the FA Cup. In... So do you think you guys are going to... Do you want to sell him? He has what, to go. What's whatever he wants that? to do. Low-key, yeah. I just want to make him just a bench player. Right. No. Or is he going to be happy gonna be, be My thing is, player? I'll be happy if he's a bench player, but he has to agree to half his wages. Hmm. He has to agree. Because right now, yeah, right. he's on like, what, 200 and something. To be playing what? Like, what... What like are you playing? Come on, man. If that, if that, this season, he's probably only started in the league like three games. Mm. He's probably mm. only started for like three, four games. And the thing is that he can't complain about his confidence if you bring other players in yeah. because you're not available to play those games. So yeah. it's, you know. They were, trying to, they, were, they were blaming Ole to be fair. Because mm. I'm not going to lie, this major injury, 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 injury started under him. Mm-hmm. It started under him. And I remember because after we lost Europa League final and Rashford was doing that speech, you know that, the speech, I promise this will be the last, all that thing. I wasn't trying to hear it. But at the time, yeah, I remember Rashford was like, you don't know how many of our players have been injured since September. And I was thinking, yeah. we're in May. Like, mm. and but that's what I'm saying. They were killing themselves for a man that, mm. do you get what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, needn't I say more? Oh, but yeah, good luck to Martial. Off you pop. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, speaking of players, Sabitzer. Is that how to say his name? Yeah, I think Sabitzer, yeah. Sabitzer. He's going to be coming in, into the team most likely because Casemiro got a red card. Mm-hmm. Um, what can we expect to see from him? Um, he's a very good ball winner. He's dyna- He's a dynamic player. He's decent on the ball. Decent to good on the ball. Like, I'm not trying to overhype. You know some people <laughs> overhype. Like, From like one to McTominay. What we say? Nah, he's, oh, he's a lot. He's, <laughs> he's a lot better on the ball than McTominay. <laughs> like, people kept saying, oh, he's a hybrid between um, Fred and Everton. And I don't think that's, that's true. He is, he is a very good ball winner though, but he's not as attack minded as Ericsson, to be fair. But like, mm. He he plays, I think because, you know, at Leipzig, they sort of wanted to make every midfielder good in each midfielder position. So he has a lot of experience mm. playing every single position in midfield. Um, I feel like that will help a lot, especially because right now he's obviously going to be paired with Fred. And I feel like that's two good ball winners. My only concern is that they're both ball chasers. Um, whereas Casemiro is more like a... I know the ball's going to end up in this area. I'm going to position myself yeah. here yeah. as opposed to Reasoning. Fred is chasing, yeah. Fred is Fred chasing that chase ball. From yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of experience you get from winning five Champions League. Yeah. 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 Exactly that. Um, but now he's a really good energy player. Like, you know, when people say, like with McTominay, people say like two, he's two good traits. <laughs> people say like one of them is he's like fitness levels that, McTominay could probably run for 200 minutes. Like, he could probably run for the whole time. And it was like, cool. And then he's ball striking. And I feel like Sabitzer has both of those things whilst also having more of a football brain in general. So I feel like we're up, we're definitely upgrading on McTominay. Um, I think it's just a case of how it's going to work in our, in our midfield. But I do, I think he had a good cameo um, when he came on against Palace, especially because circumstances were high then as well um but yeah and even with the chance that they called um a foul near the end like he won the ball back and set Rashford off and it was like that was sort of a a mini clip of like what he's about um and he's a very good ball striker so I'm expecting um some good shots as well good things all right so let's move on to Chelsea (laughs) oi oi Chelsea Chelsea (laughs) Chelsea Chelsea um just tell us how that game went. So we had two weeks off. So I was expecting, you know, something. I think everyone was. Ooh, you know, yeah. 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 two weeks and seven hundred million spent well. It literally took about maybe five minutes into the game to just kill off that whole vibe. Um, where do I even start from? Okay, so I start off with my defense. 
Defensively, we're good. I'm loving the partnership between uh, Badia Shile and Thiago Silva. Mm. Um, I don't know what's going on with Kukurea. I you don't need I to know. I want to thank you guys know. because we almost bought him. I, I was saying yeah. I, I, I didn't. I wasn't I buying it. Swallowed that transfer window. <laughs> that summer transfer window back. I would, yeah. certain, anyway. Yeah. Um, and then. Reese James obviously just came back from injury. I could tell that he wasn't 100% fit. I didn't understand why he started. I feel like he should have come on a bit later. Uh, but you know what? At least he didn't get injured. So I'm really, really happy about that. But I can still tell that there's a long way to go. Um, I'm going to skip the midfield and come back because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> mind you. Um, yeah, the... Well, what do I start from? Havertz. I've I've gone to the point where I'm like he's been here for three years, like it's been that long. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's been, been that long. Yeah. It feels it's like feel, it's been and like I just I just can't do it anymore. I just think he's he's right? finishing. Yeah, wow, yeah. Wow. Um, Jesus. finishing. <laughs> like it's just they're trying just to gas him up at the World Cup. I just don't <laughs> oh, like he doesn't play well. Yeah, he doesn't play well. I don't know. Don't tell if he didn't play well when he plays for Germany at this rate. Um. Who else? Uh, who else played when he came on? Um, Mudrick? Oh, yeah, Mudrick. <laughs> Did he get hooked up that? Yeah, but Damn. allegedly. They said he's ill. Allegedly. He's ill. Oh, sure. But I don't understand why he will start somebody that is ill, but then I also understand because he hasn't played since November, so he's trying to build his minutes, mm. which, fairs. But um, midfield. Mr. Gallagher. <laughs> I just think, yeah. Proper Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't know what was going on there. Like, first of all, Enzo's not a DM. So the fact that he has to play in that position in itself, it's it's not good. Which I personally feel like I understand Jorginho's time was basically at Chelsea done, but selling him when we don't have a proper DM made no sense to me. Um, and now obviously we have a lot of injuries in the midfield. Mm. Um, everyone's injured. Only people available are nineteen and twenty-three. Um, <laughs> no, we'll give them names. Um, I just, I just, I just don't know what they offer. They don't. They don't. Tra- they don't do anything like the energy players, like McTominay. Just, run, mm-hmm. they just, just run running around. around just running around. Just running around. Like it's just like Enzo was basically left alone a lot of the times, and I think he played well considering the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I understand. You know, we're trying to. I just feel like during the transfer window, we should have focused a bit trying to get midfielders first before you know getting all these attackers and stuff like that because midfield has been our issue for so long uh but i understand we can't fix everything at once um so i expect the summer i expect a big clear out i expect at least eight players to right the only question i have to ask here and i've seen this a lot is um (laughs) in terms of like the transfer window to you uh Mm -hmm. does it look like the signings that you've made is a Potter decision where he's going, all oh, right, I want this, this, and that player, or is it a case of Bowley going, oh, I can afford that player? You guys can have him if you want it. I think it's um, it, I think Potter's definitely involved in it, and also now in comparison it's to the pre- in what capacity though, like recommendation, like, he's approving the, the the players. I don't think mm-hmm. they're just going out there saying, yeah, you know yeah. what, I like the sound of that guy, let me get him. But I think sorry, now sorry, Potter doesn't strike me as someone who's going to reject a player anyway. So if they table someone and be like, okay, we want this yeah, person, but I think that be like, I oh, do sure. believe that there is some sort of plan and vision in terms of the kind of players they want to bring in. And when yeah. you look at the kind of transfers that we've made in comparison to summer, you can see that there is some sort of vision and clarity in terms of what's happening. Yeah. I feel like now we have directors that know what we're doing. They're using a lot of database um, information to mm-hmm. like basically scout for players. And I could see that even with, for instance, Bedeshide, I don't think we've ever... Yeah, you know, I got linked to him like two, like, three years go ago. Go and get him if it wasn't for... You know, the new, um, not ownership, but new people that we yeah, have. Their recruitment. Um, quick question. Are we sure this database information sort of process is actually going to work? Because, well, we will find you, you out. Tech, <laughs> but, but so Jesse's far, a tech company. But like, so far, this, this I feel like some of the, the players that they've brought in, I can see the vision. Like, I can see where we're going, what we're trying to do. Um, obviously, it might not work out. But, you know, I feel like with every transfer is a risk. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know whether they're, mm-hmm. or not they're going to be a success or not. So I think uh, in due time, but I think our big problem is the midfield. There's no, there's, la- there's lack of cohesion. I know it's going to take a lot of time for the players to gel, but I just expected something. And I'm just, I'm just going to the point where I'm just like, I'm defeated. Like, mm. I just, I feel like I watch the games just because I'm like, you know what? I love this team. 
But I'm like, I just I have this for me. The end of the, this season is is done. Like <laughs> for me, it's done. I'm just like, you know what? This is a preseason before the preseason. But I still expect us to get at least, you know, Europa. European spot. Like mm-hmm. doesn't mean just be sitting, in, be sitting in. We've only won one one in Maybe the last five then. games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to play on Thursday nights. I'm not gonna lie, but um, I feel like <laughs> it's, not is it's, at, then. it's not impossible because the gap <laughs> is <Thursday> not. We're not down for long. That's, what I I that's, that's, that's what's giving me hope. We're not down for long. That's and why I, I hate you. See the vision. So I'm, I'm upset, and it's paining me when I'm seeing my enemies, you know, flourishing. But it's just something that you know what it has to happen. Because let's be honest. We haven't really been playing well in the league for the last couple of years. We've just been getting by because everyone else hasn't been great. So it's needed now. We need to do this work now so that, you know what, we'll be back. We'll, you know, do you know what? Even Champions <laughs> League, yeah? You could win it. Yeah. Hey, no, said, yeah. let's be honest. That's Real Madrid. Yeah, Real Madrid. If you know, if you haven't seen the state of them right now, Liverpool. The only team that scares me a little bit is Napoli. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Napoli. Yeah. Napoli Ka- are scary. Ka- but um, that's our only way. I think we'll be able to get into the Champions League next year, mm. next season. Um, but Champions League. Yeah, if yeah, we win it. Oh, if they win it. If they win it. If yeah. we win it. Um, <laughs> if not, then we'll see the year after. But um. <laughs> I just think I don't know. I just I just still can't see the style of play that Potter's trying to I was implement. Ask, do you trust Potter with your personally with, speaking? With your project, I don't. You gotta believe the process. Like you know, I have no ten mark, no drop. No, yeah, but it's not exactly like you can't compare. You know, maybe the the, the bounce is just like it's not even bouncing. It's kind of like rolling. A man named Graham. Yeah, I'm sorry, but we had you know proper managers and. You're telling me Graham is gonna lead me to the promised land. Like, please, <laughs> no. I just, I just don't see. I mean, I, I, he's not gonna get sacked. Let's be honest. Like, he's here until at least I think they're gonna give him until next season. Yeah. Although Hansi, Hansi um, Flick was at the game, the I Fulham game. I mean, Hansi Flick was at the game in in like um, the director's well, yeah. as well. Watching Havertz. That's what. But probably. that's what I was thinking at first. But then I was like, but he doesn't have a. He's not yeah, Germany manager not. no more. Maybe he was just bored and he just wanted. I and mean, he just wanted to come to London and watch Chelsea Fulham. I don't come know. on, man. So you know what? Let me. Let you me know come. this is what managers do. I remember that when yeah. Jose was at um, the FA Cup final, when and yeah. when yeah. We, United got to the final and he was LVG was our manager and Jose was at the final. I said, just watch your options. Bro, like, you know, <laughs> you know what's happening here. But yeah, honestly, I just, I just think we can't. There's just certain players that shouldn't. First of all, okay, sorry, I just remembered something. Why would you start Ziyech? My problem is, yeah, why would you start? Depressed. His mind is not he, He's yeah. not his here. His mind yeah. isn't here because you guys, not like you guys set him up, but like the I'm director, so sorry, though, I feel like the director said hold that because he's been available on the transfer yeah, market since, for 30 days. Yeah. And you want to try and get a, a deal done in the last... Fa- like, yeah. I'm sorry, but I feel sorry for Ziyech. You guys sent all your people to go and sign that man. I feel sorry for Ziyech because he's been trying to leave for a long time. However, PSG can calm down with all of that. We will never do Yeah, we don't do business like this. First of all, the only player will probably come and get is Killian, but everybody else. You can keep it. You can You guys really got pulled. If he says he wants Killian, he's coming to the bridge. She even just Killian, not even but yeah, I mean, um, but yeah, so I just think the certain decisions that he keeps making, I'm just like, really? Um, but I understand our midfield right now is very short, so he has to play certain individuals. But uh, with Felix coming back, I'm hoping that at least one of them is dropped. Um, am I finished? I'm just like, I just, I can't keep watching habits. I just, can we but like test out somebody else? That's like, you don't have a Fana, <laughs> I feel like off the he did look good. Coming on, he did look good. I just think I don't think he should start. I think coming on, maybe mm. you know, like I just don't know at this rate. Like I don't even care who you try up front. Let's try something else to see. Not yeah. in the sun. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, I didn't even hear that comment. <laughs> I just registered what you just said. I'm sorry, but keep Lukaku away from my club. I don't care what happens. Oh, if we oh, sell him, I actually what? forgot about him. If we oh, sell him for two million, yeah, I don't. I actually don't care. Like, so it's a can't afford him, so he's coming back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got to ship him off to like a club like Pablo Argentina. All the Italian clubs are broke. I'm so yeah. sorry. The money's in um, the Premier League, man. Yeah, the money's. So I just, 
Yeah. Um, so in the summer, I'm expecting a DM, another central midfielder, uh, definitely a striker. Um, we're done with. It's crazy when you. It's crazy bit, when you mm. list it like that, though, because the cra- the amount of activity you had during the transfer window, you think. <laughs> Yeah, has not been that, covered already. Right. Yeah. No, <laughs> it hasn't. Because some of the some of the signings are for the future. Like for instance, like maybe you've done it more consistently, but we're not the first club to it's give true. somebody a year eight year contract. Yeah, but to give somebody, you but you get you gave it to more That's But that was also to that was to bypass the financial bit as well. So it's not my problem. And there's risk. There's still risk involved. Those kind of decisions. So my thing is, yeah. So we still need a striker because I mean, and Kunku come in at. I don't know. He's a good um, player. He's a good. Yeah, he's a very good player. player. Um, but yeah, he's not a number nine. So I feel like that's what we like. Because when you look at our record this season, it's not a matter of us conceding. It's it's literally we are not scoring goals, mm-hmm. and that is our problem. Um, that's been a consistent problem that you've had through the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that starts off with I'm um, so Diego Costa. I can't so, remember the last. It's just no, all out all. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I think I forgot what I was going to say, but um, yeah, long couple months ahead of us. Um, but so, what is the best case scenario for Chelsea this season? That Mbappe decides um, to bow down and go to the, the bridge. Best, the best, do you know what? Get me number three and huh? I'm happy. Number oh. three? Number three, Champions number three. League. Get me number oh. three and you know what? We can forget about the league for this season. But um, I still think that we need to get European sport. In some capacity. In some yeah, capacity. Do you, do you, if, would you be happy with the Europa Europe Conference? Of, absolutely not. But no, I'm not going to lie. Because Europa like, is lit, but to be conference fair, is not. Better, conference is dead. Are, are dropping into Europa. So yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Europa's lit, man. Vegas can't be cheesers. Vegas can't be cheesers. So, yeah, I need us. I love it. Yeah, I wouldn't know about it. So, I need us to get top half. Um... And also, I just want to start seeing what Potter wants us to play like. Like, yeah. I want to see something. I want to believe in Potter because right now I, I don't, don't think he believes in himself. I don't think he does. He doesn't have the aura. He doesn't have the. He's just a normal guy, man. Like I, I think like when you think of Tuchel and like last time like, when Boley was on his knees to bring Ronaldo to the club and Tuchel said I don't want him here. Yeah. I honestly cannot imagine a conversation where Boley's going to be like, I want to spend a hundred million pound on this player. And, and he doesn't Potter's say like, no. no I don't yeah. Do you know what is though? I feel like Potter's press conference persona has got people thinking he's not, he's not like not not like straight. Stern, but but like, like I feel like he is someone that puts his foot down over stuff. Do you remember mm. when like one time Brighton fans were booing, like mm, maybe yeah. like a season and a half ago? And then I remember in the press conference because he was very sarcastic, and yeah. he was like, "Oh, sorry, crazy. I'm I must have forgotten. Maybe yeah. there was a time that Brighton were uber successful before I arrived here because that booing is that like, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But I do feel like he he does have a CV of building up a team, yeah. and and he's doing that in the image of he's how he lacks recruitment. Mm. Um. So like, yeah, I feel like he knows how to recruit for his vision. So I feel like it's one of those things that we might have to just wait and see, like as Gloria was saying, yeah. how that's going to manifest itself in a Chelsea side. Because um, obviously it's easier for us to see how it manifests itself in a Brighton side because like, for example, if you're only playing once a week or like you're not playing instant, like time and patience. Exactly. And you're not playing mm-hmm. European opposition. And you're not, but like this, the European side means there has to be another dimension to what you're doing. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's the next step we have to see with Pop. But I actually think he's a very good coach. Like, I feel like when I say in the chat, like, oh, like, give Pop a time. I think it sounds sarcastic. like trolling. No, no, every, every time I, every time I write it and then I read it and I can see like Chelsea fans saying, shut up, and then all this. I can't because Faye always drops that picture of him. Someone can't sit cute again. Come on, man. But like, when I say like, let him, that give him time, I'm actually being serious, but because you can't convey the seriousness in like text form. I think the the problem is, I think if, if he had come to a Spurs or a United 
he or an Arsenal, he gets given time because because they're project clubs. Yeah. yeah. But I think going to a win now club when you're a project manager, mm. I just don't think he's going to be given the time and patience yeah. from Chelsea. No, I think he's very well, but the new owners yeah, exactly. aren't like the old like owners. So, so they say. Oh yeah, exactly. We don't know. So exactly. they say because I'm not gonna lie as well. Right now, a lot of good managers. Don't um, have a job, you know. This available. is like the first time. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you remember when United won the manager? At that moment in time, it was like yeah. it was Ten Hag or Poch. After that, you're going to the pits of hell. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. but now you have to think. Hansi Flick doesn't have a job. Um, Enrique. Enrique have doesn't have a job. Zidane. Zidane doesn't. Have, look, come on. Like, do you know what I mean? Quality. Right now, you have yeah. to stick with Graham. Like, like, be for real. Even oh, some of our old managers are still unemployed. Big up, big up, Ole. Ole. Ole actually tried to tell us. I remember, yeah, when we lost to Watford, like near the end of his tenure. After the press conference, he said something like, "We've come too far to give up now." I was thinking, if you don't shut up, they asked him about like his job security and how he feels about like if he's going to be sacked or not, and he was like. Honestly, I feel like we've come so far. Like we've we've done this for too long now that we might as well just not give up now. I think we should. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should. Like, and I feel like Chelsea may may reach that point. It depends because I feel like it's easy to say I'm committing to this manager. Like I really want him to succeed. But like it's a results driven business. So no amount of you like this manager is going to. Do you know what I mean? Like and also because there's a lot of injuries right now. It's like they're taking a lot of that into account mm-hmm. when making a decision. So I think they're going to give him a lot of time. Um, however, I don't know if the fan base are going to give him yeah, time. That's, that's my point. I don't think <laughs> the, the, the hierarchy will rush to sack him, but they but may be forced the pressure to from the fans. Yeah. If the fans put pressure on it. Yeah. But there's still a long way to go because he hasn't been in here that, that long. So. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't. All right, let's just quickly touch on the Arsenal's loss. Oh, oh wow! Well, oh gosh, where are you guys? Where are the Arsenal fans? No, genuinely, stuck in another loss on the episode. Yeah. Bad form for our Arsenal viewers and listeners. I mean, I'm happy for Marva though. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. Wow. I, I know Marva's thinking. Oh, I should have put my name on the list. I should have <laughs> been available <laughs> today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, anyone want to talk us through that game? I think that was the worst match I've seen Arsenal play. This it was the most Arsenal esque, you know, in in its honest fashion, sort of. And I think that's always been the question of us. Obviously, Will they ever like because City have lost today. But can you win those type of games where you, where you're not you're playing maybe four out of ten, five out of ten, but can mm. you go and get three points? Mm-hmm. And I think they just didn't. Um, will it just be a blip? Who knows? Obviously, we're all hoping and praying that this maybe is the start of the bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's yeah. a tough game. Yeah, that's you know. it's totally fit. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I haven't heard of him since. I haven't heard of him since. I thought he got back. He's still playing. He's still scoring. And I'm not going to lie yet. When all that allegation stuff came yeah, out, exactly. I took it like, like my FPL. <laughs> <laughs> How's his relationship <laughs> with Bet365 right now? Yeah. I'm not going to lie yet. I think the day after, week after <laughs> the allegations came out, yeah, he scored a brace. And I'm not going to lie. I started, I was about to at Met Police. Send his ass to jail, man. Brentford will be a really tough game. Yeah. Like, we were talking about, like, data-driven. Their recruitment is very much data-driven. Like, they play really, really good football with footballers that you haven't really heard of. Yeah. Yeah. They do really, really well. And I think the the Arsenal-Everton game, Arsenal lost that battle in terms of physicality, desire, especially in midfield. Mm-hmm. And I think if, if Brentford kind of give that same game, but then also coming up against like a quality striker in, in Tony, they could drop points mm-hmm. again, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Georgina there. He did what he had to do. <laughs> okay. And then Zinchenko. We had Zinchenko losing his head as well. So big up that one as well. Always wow. a blue. Double agent. Double agent. Into it. Like, of course it was time wasted. Duh. Double agents all over the place. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I know Arsenal are pissed, but as we said, City let them off. It's a shame. It is a shame. No what they're going to say is, oh, and I'm not going to lie, bad, City's bad performance today, they'll be look, Arsenal will be looking at them. Not convincing. We're beating these lot. That's the thing though, because the yeah. FA Cup game that we played as well against them, unconvincing. And as well. that was when so, they, that was when they didn't play their full mm. eleven, and yeah. you lot did. Yeah. Sorry, it's not looking mm. good. No. Long day. Longest. Longest. See, we trust, but. Whatever Everton had, mm. they can't, man. Need, need to. They got the minerals for that. Sean Dyche, could you do something for us? That midfield. Yeah. That's why I kind of hope, like, sorry, Martha, if Everton do get relegated, like, Anana and them lot are going to be up for grabs. Do you know what it is, though? 
football's insane now. Yeah, you, they still like charge that. stupid amounts. You remember when Bournemouth got um, um, relegated and Ake went to City for like forty-seven million? <laughs> they don't care anymore. But if you get relegated, <laughs> you're still you're still paying an arm and, and a leg. The way people like the transfers are going, yeah. they will. I know you're you're tax. talking about all oh, the way transfers are going. Your man is the reason why the transfers are going like that. Ken, yeah, yeah, I don't expect him to come to Spurs. To be honest, Onana does look really good though. We got it. Yeah, let's take a shopping. So Onana looks. Onana looks really good. Yeah, I think mm, if you we have to see. Yeah, I actually think yeah, their midfield has always been their, their stru- strongest. Th- this season, their, their midfield has their been their strongest. In the league. Yeah, if, like if not, not clinical enough. I think it might be top eight in the mm. league. You know, like midfield, just mm. midfield. It might be like they've got decent midfielders. They've got very decent midfielders, and I feel like it's funny because Sean Dyche is like. <laughs> you know that people were saying like oh like you know we go to the build the builders the builders and yeah. it's like none of those men <laughs> none of those men what's the laborers the people yeah, the bricklayers yeah. no, like, there were no builders and, like, they were, like, it's funny because I saw someone was like oh he should have turned to these lot sooner like he should have turned to these lot sooner but it's like Everton beat Arsenal because they just the physical the physical, the physical element yeah. was they were listen and I feel like that's why I'm saying as well City can't replicate it you got no midfielders yeah that are just pure pace and pace power. power. Exactly. You got, none, you you got, got no none. pace and power. Just I'm not technicians. Like, even when De Bruyne <laughs> came on today, <laughs> he was he was losing all his jewels. Ask me again. This is what I'm saying, man. Pick up your coins, man. Moving like Sonic. Like, what's going on there? It felt like today. I was watching Ericsson. It felt like I was watching Ericsson <laughs> when I was watching him. And I was thinking, ugh. He's a luxury player. Yeah, I actually feel like that's the only way to beat Arsenal right now, that like just yeah. pure manhandle, physical. I think Brentford could give them a game. They yeah, I, I feel like they're probably I, the most. I, I the most. Take soft party again. Then you just know he was Brentford getting eaten. He was getting eaten alive. Yeah, he was getting eaten alive. He's the only in that midfield. He's the only one that offers that. That's holding the exactly because yeah. yeah. you literally as soon as you saw it on the FA Cup game as well. As soon as he got subbed on, we was the we was in the bus walk, you know, but. Damn city. <laughs> <laughs> Let's round up the episode there. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Goldie Good Podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this video and follow us on our socials. Until next time. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.